Oh, he's got a chair! We here at the Dig Under Podcast. Oh yeah, the studio. <laughs> you know, it's, it's going down, man. I, 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 I am so happy to have you all here. My boy Hugo to my left. Hey. My boy Chris, and right in front of me at my 12, as they say on the clock. How you doing? And at my 3 o'clock, none other than Joshua, the kid. Wow, what an introduction. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Why so, didn't I get an intro like that? Shoot. I can start again. Okay, let's do that. No, 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 I mean, like, I'm just, like, we're just spitballing right now. That just energy just hit me right. I like this. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to do wrestling promo. I'm going to introduce him. All right. You have. In that, I don't know, Jesus, hold on. <laughs> let me get this back again. Let me get this back again. You have myself, Doug. Let me get this back again. You have myself, Doug, the man with the plan. Wait for it. <laughs> nah, because well, I wasn't trying to give my last name, so like, I got to start this over again. <laughs> Okay, one, two, three. Welcome to the Dig Undug Podcast. You're listening today. We're going to have a great talk today. We're talking about old school wrestling. Not, not We gonna, might touch on the new stuff, but we're going to go into that old school stuff that's amazing, man. So uh, if you're listening, you're going to have a fun time today. To my left, I got my boy, Hugo. He's going to do it to you and bring it down raining. Hugo the Monster. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Wait, he here in the building. And at my 12 o'clock, I got Chris. Don't mess with him, because he's gonna chew. He hails from the great city of Sacramento, California. When you think something's going wrong, he's probably the reason it's going wrong. Joshua, the kid, Hammer! Man, I, I'm so enthused by the introduction. Uh, I can't wait to really screw up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a fact. Oh, man. Take so that to I, the said, I said where trouble would be. I mean, it's usually because of him. So, man, um, I was watching, I've been recently watching a lot of uh, What Culture uh, Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch directly WWE or AEW just because I ain't got time. I need to bite size stuff on YouTube. But I've been watching and just like watching that. I watch old school uh, wrestling videos and I'm just like, the new era sucks compared to the old era. <laughs> like, they're way more athletic, mm-hmm. but the new era just doesn't hold up, especially talking wise. But uh, for this episode, um, I want to start off with what is your. But uh, for this episode, um, I want to start off. With what is your earliest wrestling memory, and like who was the who was the wrestler or wrestlers that you like you really remember? Like for me growing up, the Undertaker scared scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like being like eight, ten, and seeing him is like, and then like somebody rolling your eyes in the back of your head, like that was freaky yeah. as hell. And then the casket matches and everything, like, and then oh, this was God. the Undertaker when he didn't talk. Like, like, right before when he had that big-ass tie, that was like a clown tie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the hat, and it was just, dude, that scared the shit out. And the fact that he had uh, Jake the Snake scared. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a trip. Or Papa Shango. Yeah. 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 So, like, what's your guys' like, earliest wrestling memory? Well, for me, it was, uh, I think I remember I was playing soccer somewhere in San Pablo, 
And then I saw, I was watching WWE Superstars, and I remember the segment being, he was coming back with the Intercontinental Belt, and it were, there was two belts. Apparently, he got fired or something, but when he came back, he still kept the belt, but Razor Ramon had got a belt. Mm-hmm. But, I'm a boy Razor. But, yeah, but for me, personally, my favorite wrestler of all time it was always Bret Hart. Mm. You know, that, you know, that was my guy, you know, and, and, and it was heartbreaking when he went to WCW. But, mm-hmm. like, that whole beef between him and Stone Cold, him and Shawn Michaels, that whole story, you know, where he actually turns into a bad guy but only in the States was, 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 <laughs> was pretty dope to me. Yeah, was, yeah. You know, and his beef with Stone Cold was always tight to me because I always felt like Stone Cold, like, when anybody would clown Bret Hart, like when he would say, Stone Cold would say something like, "Who? Why am I fighting somebody in pink tights?" <laughs> like, just wait till Bret Hart gets you. Because Bret Hart was like, he wasn't really big, big talker on the mic yeah. until he turned heel. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I was like, "Yeah, pink tights." <laughs> like, just wait till Bret Hart gets you. Because Bret Hart was like, he wasn't really big, big talker on the mic yeah. until he turned heel. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I was like, "Yeah," but that dude was my guy. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I got into old school WWE a little bit later, so I got in, got in right at the tail end of the Attitude Era. So um, I remember Mankind and The Rock, and I loved I loved The Rock. I, I mean, it seems cliche now, obviously, but you know, it was just everything. It was the energy, it was the charisma, it was the toot, it was everything. How he, you know he took no crap from anybody. He got in everybody's face and just eviscerated them verbally, like I. Like, if he would talk, I mean, I swear, if he talked to me like that, I, you know, 11, 12-year-old me would have just curled up into a ball and just <laughs> died, probably. Jabroni, um, what you're crying for? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I remember that. I mean, I think turning back into Cactus Jack, and I didn't know the whole, like, three faces of Foley thing, but I just remember how, like, he got to that. And I, my friend in middle school got, like, a tape, like, taped the pay-per-view of like the rumble that year mm. the triple h cactus jack street fight and oh, i remember watching that classic and like the thumbtacks where like he got pet where he like uh he pile drivered uh triple h into the thumbtacks i was like and then like the, the two by four and with the barbed wire and everything yeah. i'm just like oh my god these people gonna die <laughs> <laughs> You know, because that's a, that's the time when you still think that it's pro real. wrestling is real. You yep. think that yeah, no, yeah. You're, yeah. you're like you're trying to understand why, like, because that that was also like right around like test, and then like test and Stephanie is supposed to get married, but then Triple H gets married to Stephanie, and she's drugged in the car in Vegas, and yeah. they get married, and all that craziness. And so under I'm just the like influence. under the influence. Why didn't anybody come out to help? Why didn't yeah. anybody like yeah. I didn't understand like that thing like I didn't understand that this was all scripted and that they understood that this was part of the storyline. I was just like, why are they not being good friends? Yeah. So yeah, I missed that. Me. I missed that. That's why I felt so real. You know those moments where like, yeah. you missed the nostalgia of not yeah, knowing, not knowing like man is is he is it Bret Hart this Bret Hart like no like when uh, Stone Cold brings goes to. Brian Pillman's house and they're going oh to shoot him. Someone's going to get shot tonight. Right, yeah, you, yeah, you oh, legit crap, thought, dude, like, yeah. You know, or, like, yeah, when someone gets... You know what can tell you nothing. You're like, man, this is real. Right, when, some, yeah. when someone got thrown through a window and, yeah. like, you were just like, oh, shit, they got messed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. They come back the next week, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> the kid. Like, like, see, he's surviving. Yeah. yeah. He got it out. Yeah. Um, I, my favorite is also The Rock. 
Um, I was a big fan of the sideburns. I grew up, my pops, like, loved Elvis. Mm-hmm. Headburns, I grew up, my pops, like, loved Elvis. Mm-hmm. And so, and my grandpa did too. And so I used to grow so up you watching. you mean Rocky Malvia? No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> The Rock <laughs> with the bull before he got the new tat and came oh, back. Okay. I'm talking about the original with the sunglasses, like, a little bit after that. Okay, and yeah, the yeah, chop yeah, sideburns yeah. of the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mutton yeah. chops. I just had I'm taking it back to <laughs> the SmackDown Hotel. Yeah. And then... If you smile, I mean that yeah. you cannot top that. I mean, right, and it was fun. it's uh, funny when you go back and watch that, and it's like before he threw in the la 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 la. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. I was like, oh, he didn't always do that. Nope. Yeah, that was crazy. It but, built yeah. it, and um, but just to mix it up, I'm gonna go uh, with Stone Cold Stone Steve Austin. Cold. Yeah, he uh, was a wild card man. Mm-hmm. Is iconic, and for me. I was a kid watching wrestling, and I, you know, um, I'd go to my mom's place, and I used to see like in the newspaper article, you'd see like, a TV on, or like a little tiny TV. So I would uh, watch, I'd watch uh, all the matches you're not supposed to mm-hmm. back when Diva matches were a thing. So here I am as a little the kid. The matches. What a great experience for a kid. A Diva's match, and then Stone Cold just drinking gallons of beer, <laughs> pouring it down his face, cutting the most. Epic promos on every person, and everyone shouting, "What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you suck, you suck." Yeah. Nice to be called a jabroni too, as well. So that was always a somebody jabroni. naturally in your life called you jabroni. Yeah, my dad and my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, real, man. I mean, I get ready for real, baseball yeah. practice and whatever, and someone, you know, I'd hear at least once every now and again. All right, jabroni, let's go. Let's get in the car. <laughs> All right, I don't know what that uh, means. And then The Rock taught, taught me everything I know. <laughs> like, you know so it was real for you. Yeah, for it was real, real for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get ready for real, baseball yeah. practice and whatever, brother. and someone, you know, I'd hear at least once every now and again. All right, Jabroni, let's go. Let's get in the car. <laughs> All right, I don't know what that uh, means. And then The Rock taught taught me everything I know. <laughs> like, you know so it brother. was real for you. Yeah, for it was real, real for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I remember finding out wrestling was was scripted, not real, and like being mad at wrestling. I was like, I'm not watching you no I more. Tell you my moment when when I realized that it was fake mm-hmm. is when because I was a Rock fan too. It was when The Rock was a heel and Goldberg made his debut, mm. and Goldberg came down and speared him, and I was like, Why did you do that? Why did The Rock not fight him back? I'm done. I was heated. I turned the TV off. I went back to sleep, and I didn't watch wrestling after that for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, I couldn't register the fact that someone as good as The Rock can get beat up so quickly by weak ass Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Goldberg, let's talk some business deals. Like, <laughs> I mean, if he just walked through the door right now, like, I mean, I would know he's coming because the smoke would could, like would cease out of the door, and he'd yeah. have a cut on his bald head, even though he's not supposed to have blood during the <laughs> WWE show. <laughs> and he took out my man Bret Hart. That's that also true. true. Well, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't try he didn't, to do it on purpose. purpose. Oh my god! <laughs> I just joking. Oh, you remember oh. when he won the belt from Hogan on Nitro? That was a dope moment. Yes, yeah. I, and I remember like that. Oh, was, I was not a WCW guy. You know, that was just. I was movie. for one reason, and it's the end. W mm-hmm. See, I was always watching WCW like along with WWF. Yeah. Like I really did enjoy. Like they had they had good. Ki- the thing about WCW is they had good matches, good man. matches, but good depth of mm-hmm. like characters as well as creativity. Right. Like I loved Harlem Heat. Um, Eddie Guerrero was like amazing, even when he was over there. 
And then, um, like, one of the, like, super low-key people, like, one of the, like, super low-key people, like, wrestlers I don't think a lot of people talk about that I really liked at WCW was Glacier. Glacier was, like, a dope mm, character. He was, like, Sub-Zero. Uh, and so oh, like, I have seen the videos. He would come that. out and there'd be like a blue light over him mm-hmm. and then it's like mist and everything. And he was like like a ninja style. And I was like, this is like dope. I was like, he gonna mess somebody up. Mm-hmm. And then they did the thing, I forget what it was called, but where they have two rings at one time. Oh, and war, like, games? war games. War games. Yeah. yeah. I mean they do that next I mean, yeah. As as great as WWF, WWE was I don't really think though nobody like the Rock and Stone Cold. Yes, you put them in a box like they're untouchable. But after that, it won and and uh, the Undertaker. But what Sting was with WCW though was yes. epic. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, at both Stings, California Sting and Crow Sting. Like mm-hmm. I was like I was like shit. He's gonna tear somebody's head off. Mm-hmm. Like he was just menacing. Well, but I mean, in a like not, but like he didn't talk. Like it was like yeah, you mm-hmm. almost feel like. Well, I'm gonna beat my ass, but you know, it was like like he's rappelled down. I remember one time he rappelled down though, and then like it got stuck. So he like so then he just had to like be hitting people with the bat, and then like was still yeah. trying to get it off. And I remember this one episode where they sent out just hella fake stings. Like I think it was oh, like yeah. against the uh, NWO, and like they didn't know who it was, and then so he got into the ring. And then I think, I forget who hit him, and somebody hit him, and then, like, he didn't go nowhere. And then, like, whoever the commentator was, I think it was, like, Tony Schmidt, was like, that's the real Sting! That's the real Sting! I remember that. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I feel like I do miss Alex since I, like, since I got into it so late. Like, mm-hmm. WCW was on its last legs by yeah. the time I got into it, because I got into it, like, 98, 99. So, mm-hmm. WCW was on. Yeah. I used to watch weak-ass WCW Saturday night. <laughs> no. I'll never watch that yeah. one. I, I watched know. Nitro. Yeah, yeah, that was, or, that was no Thunder. Thund- it Thursday on, Thunder. Yeah, it would come on. Uh, I got into like ninety eight, ninety nine. So mm-hmm. WCW was on. Uh, yeah. I used to watch weak ass WCW Saturday Night. No. <laughs> I'll never watch that yeah. one. I, I watched know. Nitro. No, yeah, that was, or, was thund- no Thunder. Thund- it Thursday on, Thunder. Yeah, it would come on um, on on Saturdays because yeah. mm-hmm. it would be at six, but we'd get it at three. Um, and I remember watching that program. It was weak, but it was cool to see, you know, wrestlers that you saw right. before. Like, oh, Macho Man's here now. Mm-hmm. This is where this fool's at. Yeah. Okay. Or it's like, I remember watching, like, Velocity or Heat. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like Or LimeWire. You never listened to watching that? Uh-huh. LimeWire? Yeah. Yeah, when they would call in. That was real. And I was like, Wasn't that a music program? No. It was yeah. also a music <laughs> it, it was a music program, yes. And there's Live Wire, which was the WWE. Oh, Live Wire. Yeah, yeah. That, my wire gave everybody a No, remember when they had that... that, that, uh, that <laughs> it's like, you have a job. That's true. They had that uh-huh. WWF uh, New York experience, and then they would have, like, little oh, yeah. pop-up stuff there. So I know you are a little younger, the kid. That's also part of the reason why you dubbed the kid. But what was... Uh, who were the big, big players? For, I mean, like, Rockstone Code and all yeah. of them were there, so... Um, big show. Oh. Um, when he was, <laughs> yeah. yes, that, uh, and, uh, when he was in, uh, WCW with his giant hair, and oh, yeah, who could giant. Forget, uh, from the shades of Captain Insano and Waterboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. There Captain Insano, show no mercy. <laughs> Just finger poke in the eye. Yeah. Uh, that was honestly one of like my highlights was like, I remember watching Waterboy, mm-hmm. and that was like a huge part. I was like, oh my goodness, big oh, shows in a movie. Yeah. Like, right. that's a cool thing. Right. And it's my favorite. No. It's football, and I was into football. So, Isn't like, it crazy what you watch because your favorite wrestlers in it? Right. I was watching Weak Ass Lonesome Dove. 
because Bret Hart was in that show. I don't even know what that show was about. I just knew never he was heard of that. I never heard of that. Bret Hart's basically. Never heard of that. I never heard of that. Bret Hart's basically a, a old uh, uh, or a cowboy riding a horse mm-hmm. during the show. You know, I don't. That's all I remember. But it, why, I don't know why in my mind I thought he was gonna break out wrestling somehow. Oh, don't mm-hmm. forget. Well, that's because what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Jingle all the way with uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Right. Well, no, that was like that. Who's trap. a WWE Hall of Famer and the Big Show makes an appearance and slams some people. Wow, <laughs> I did not know that. And Anakin Skywalker's Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid. Uh, yeah, now, now you know. Yeah. No, that's like a trash, trash show they had with Hulk Hogan, like Thunder Paradise or whatever. He was on that boat. Like, I was like, and he's trying to look all serious. And, uh, <laughs> and I think the um, the barber, the barber shop guy was in there with him too. I think like he was just putting his boys on the, like the shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah, the Brutus, Brutus, yeah, yeah Brutus Beefcake or whatever. But yeah, no, yeah. you definitely missed out on WCW, Chris, because they, they had, had some no. very like they had Buff Bagwell. No, I, 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 I know, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This going Inferno was hilarious oh, yeah, though too, and Dean Malenko, Dean Malenko was like was awesome. Solid, dude. Like mm-hmm. you had Arn Anderson. Like if they would have played it right, they they could have got WWF. They they could have got them if they would have played it right. Right. It was crazy because that, that was my first iteration of the Horsemen was the '96 one, '96 mm-hmm. one, which was Malenko, Benoit. Uh, Rick Flair and Ron Anderson. Mm-hmm. I said that dope ass theme song. Mm-hmm. Guitar and mm-hmm. shit, everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Nah, so, no. Dude, mm-hmm. love. Just gonna... <laughs> Dude, love. Oh, mercy. <laughs> Mick Foley had to, like, his personality change was just too much for me. Right. I was like, and they were extreme, though. Like, they really, he was, like, all the way in it. Like, right. and then when he was mad, man, Kai scared the hell out of me. Yeah. When he mm-hmm. popped up on the scene, like, pulling his hair out and yeah. then that screeching, he would do that. Ah! I was like, oh, jeez, like, are you sticking your hand down somebody? Like, mouth, like, mm. I always wonder, like, what was that meeting like, though, to switch the mankind and make him, like, softer, though? And I always wonder, like, what was that meeting like, though, to switch the mankind and make him, like, softer, though? And then, like, mm. you get Sako and everything, and it's like, that was, and then mankind, like, the dude was out here in sweats. <laughs> like just like sweats and like a like a, a t-shirt from like, like Goodwill. Out of bed. <laughs> like, he just rolled out. And as Jimmy, I would say, "That's uh, Mrs. Foley's boy." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, just think about it. John Cena made a career wrestling in jorts for like twenty plus years. So, I mean, like John John Cena got some uh, co- uh, cultural appropriation he need to answer to. Like at the foot of the table, him and Road Dog. Like I look back older and I'm like. I should not have been okay with that as a kid. No. Like the road dog. <laughs> but you loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Every second uh, of it. I was oh like, oh my God. God. Word life. This is basic economics. <laughs> oh man. And then especially I find out like how he like got his start is like he rapped to Stephanie McMahon and she was like, oh, like how he like got his start is like he rapped to Stephanie McMahon and she was like, oh, this is something. <laughs> he did spit bars. Yeah, he did. I you think, know, he's, he was he awful. was on a. I don't know if you guys know Merce. What was that, Chris? No, he, no, he was not awful. No, all I heard was like a high. Like, ah! He was not awful. In translation of what Chris is saying is, "Oh, you know, <laughs> your ass better call somebody." No, see, I didn't have no problem with that. It was just the whole getting like the braids and then like, oh like, yeah, driving the yeah, like, oh, no, Jesse James. Yeah, the <laughs> dope was elbow drop when he dropped right. He was dancing in, boom. <laughs> But he was in that tag team with uh, the previous iteration of uh, what's his face? Uh, Badass Billy Gunn, right? No, the not that one. Kit? No, not him. What's his Jared? face? Jared? No. 
Shawn Michaels. Later. Our truth Yeah, our truth yeah. when he was K Quick. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. That fool's been around for hell. Yeah, our truth yeah. when he was K Quick. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. That fool's been around for hell long. Oh, he has been. Oh, they said our truth basically got carte blanche in the uh, WWF because like Vince McMahon loves him. Right. He's funny. Right. Yeah. He's good. Well, and our truth isn't afraid. No, of no, no. Him. I do. I do like our. I like his in the sense of his personality. Mm-hmm. And, I remember well, the first time I saw our truth was in I think W. Two K eight. And I, I remember him doing some weird ass clotheslines. And I was talking to my friend. I was like, "Who does a clothesline? Does he do that in real life?" He's like, "Yeah." So then I pull it up. Yeah, he does a little fucking spin. Like he'll spin around mm-hmm. as he does the clothesline. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, no, he was he was definitely dope in his yeah. in his in his heyday and yeah. everything. So he was he he's almost fifty and yeah. he's doing a lot of the. Well, he's always the twenty four seven champ. So. Right. But he played out well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's taking care of his health and everything. Like, yeah. listen to, like, Stone Cold's podcast and stuff has been interesting because, like, you get a lot of the, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff and just mm-hmm. hearing about how these those guys, like, were, like, they go to the restaurant, it's, like, egg whites and, like, spinach. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what they're eating and everything. So, Billy, like, uh, Harper Holly was a, a very underrated. But yeah. it's funny. He, like, was, his, he was. I mean, if you hear the, back, the story, though, he was an asshole, though. Uh, yeah, I heard the job a couple people on his head. Hmm? He dropped, He wasn't a safe wrestler. Oh. Yeah, um, so. right. He was like kind of like that enforcer type. Like he would like mess the young people up. That's like tough love kind of well, thing. They were all doing that. I mean, yeah, but no, he was next level. That's what I heard. Well, him and like, JBL. Yeah, let's not even touch that. No, well, JBL's something else entirely. Like it know. used to trip me out how he went from Bradshaw to JBL. Like there's some transitions that right. don't make sense. Oh yeah, no, that's that's oh, no, like, that that's, was, that's what WWF no, is known for. Well, that, that, that was the, I remember sitting here when Bradshaw came became JBL. Like I literally because I was old enough at that point to start googling things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> did, did, I was just like, did he really like get like success in the stock market? Like I was hoping that he actually like like did, <laughs> did, did, I was just like, did he really like get like success in the stock market? Like I was hoping that he actually like did something to like make the like. Character change, but he said, "Cause out like he goes, it's like a complete one eighty, yeah. dude. Yeah. He go from like an acolyte of the Undertaker to like this smarmy business dude who's like crapping on Mexicans and all this. Yeah. Like, did, did he disappear or what, did it just? He just popped out the blue man. Well, it's no, he took advantage of the situation. They did the brand split and they didn't have people who were the marquee, like, the marquee people for SmackDown, and you know he had some cachet with the with the whole APA acolyte thing. So they're like." Hey JBL, you want to do a thing? You know, like, sh- I mean, well, was he going to say no? To well, no, well, no, and, but champion? that's my question. Like, like, because normally, like, somebody can go away for a minute and come yeah. back and be a different character. But I'm saying, like, was it just like you're saying? Just oh no, hard, it was, it was like on Monday he was the APA, and on Thursday yeah, he was yeah, in the stock know, market. I don't know how long between that happened, but I remember when I finally saw JBL. I was like, is this that pressure? Between that happened, but I remember when I finally saw JBL. I was like, is this that pressure, dude? Yeah, he's no, it was. Like, yeah, yeah. But and I Farouk know. just disappeared. Yeah, right, like, and then and, and then popped up again like just damn. doing yeah. damn. Yeah. yeah, but you know that's the thing. Like I don't think it actually was that long. I think it was. It probably wasn't because was, that's what WWE is known yeah, for. Yeah, like he just out of nowhere just suddenly like is coming out in like a limo with like horns on the front and he's like and whack ass music. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah, I hated that too. You know yeah. what? It's funny because um, I was watching this one documentary with with uh, Million Dollar Man. Mm-hmm. So they at McMahon. Made sure that that fool always had money to make to put the perception that he had that amount of, you know, that he was that guy mm-hmm. that he was playing. But yeah, that shit was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, one one of the things looking back now and older as um, as an older person looking back at it, 
the one, the ultimate respect I have, though, is for the McMahons. Like, mm-hmm. to put themselves out there, like, the way that they done and take yeah. being barotted by the Rock. I mean, when, like, yeah, Catch two dollars. Like, I was like, oh, my God. I was like. <laughs> and Y2J. Yeah, Y2J I know. <laughs> like, but they were, like, game for it and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, did we put her uh, her picture up on the Titan truck? I was like, uh, hey, like, Triple H is not doing anything? Yeah, I mean, that hella creepy, though, low-key, too, because there's, like, all kinds of weirdness about, like, storylines that Vince wanted to do them just, like... Oh, yeah, no, you know. I'm, I am so glad. And it's crazy to think of stuff he wanted. He wanted to have an uh, affair with Stephanie. With Stephanie, just like, dude? It's like, what can we get you? the line? Yeah. Gross. But, yeah, no, they definitely do a lot. I mean, you see yeah. what he did with Linda. I mean, Linda was out there, like... Paralyzed in a chair. Right. He with Trish Stratus. Right. It's like, damn. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, when you when you're that rich and that powerful and that control of that company like that, that I mean, if you're gonna insert yourself into a storyline with Trish Stratus, yeah, why well, would yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but why your wife why gotta go out like that? Yourself. So, I mean, <laughs> he was already inserted. Apparently, he always wanted to be like in storylines, but his dad wouldn't let him. When his dad was, right, like, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I heard that he wanted to be a wrestler, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but his dad yeah. wouldn't let him. Yeah, like we don't mess with those, those peasants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> let Rocky Johnson do his thing. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Fire. And then especially like Chris was saying, like when you have that much money and power, but it's like I can only imagine what his ego is like when they actually shut down WCW though. Mm, like yeah. his his ego had to go through the roof. I remember watching that episode being like, This is crazy. This is crazy. Oh I'm watching Nitro and it's on here and then it's like they say it's the last episode. Yeah, Shane McMahon over there. I bought it out for Monday, you dad. Right. Oh my god. Let's not talk about the invasion, or or we can talk about the because mm-hmm. that could have been done so well, much yeah, better, yeah. and it's all Vince's fault. Right? It's well, it's the weakest, it's the weakest storyline, biggest missed that opportunity. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, it's the biggest because well, that's the thing. WWE didn't want to pay for the. I mean, knowing all this now, like when I was a kid, I didn't get it, especially mm-hmm. as someone who didn't watch WCW. So it absolutely made sense to me that all the WWE guys went over the WCW guys because I was like, oh, yeah, of course, WWE bought WCW and Vince is exerting his like power over Shane and all this stuff. So I was like, this absolutely makes sense that WWE is kicking ass mm-hmm. and taking names and doing all that stuff. But now that I understand, now that I'm older and I know what happened with the invasion and what could have been, I'm like, this is bull crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's already earlier. I don't know why you said boo crap, but okay. One of the big things I think was ECW. Mm-hmm. I think just they were really thriving. They were thriving as a company, and then I can't imagine like the guys in the locker room having to undergo really thriving. They were thriving as a company, and then I can't imagine like the guys in the locker room having to undergo the stress of like you know having to be bought by. WWE and they were their wrestling shows were like always top notch. The Mm -hmm. fans were so committed to a whole other level. I mean, it was in a sense backyard, and I mean, and not even a sense of knocking it backyard, but it's like the fans were there. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a a fun time. Like wrestling, at one point, I think there was so much going on. Like ECW was hitting its game. WCW, Mm -hmm. but then um, 
the thing I always think about is Cena versus Rob Van Dam and mm. yeah, that match. Good that's one. like oh, God, so yeah. iconic. That like, is. I think that, that whole pay per view was dope. That was yeah. You know who wasn't? It was Kurt Angle and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Randy I mean, there, I mean, there, there was good matches. I mean, going back to Chris and the Invasion, though. I mean, even with even if they could have got the contracts, but Vince wouldn't let the, them win. So right. Somebody get the contracts. But Vince wouldn't let the, them win. So right. like, there, the was, there was yeah. never a sense of them being able to like really invade. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that was just like super whack. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Rob Van Dam, Rob Van Dam's still wrestling. Like, right. Out here, like, hey, he could still be in WWE right now, but he he made a choice between uh, and his wife. Is yeah. yeah, right. Fuck. I thought they were divorced. No, no, no. They just did a promo on a um, no on Impact that was very. It got. Uh, Impact Wrestling Twitch suspended. Ooh. Like rated R superstar status? Triple uh, X rated R superstar status. <laughs> a, a live, a, the the live uh, consummation of the marriage kind of thing? No, his wife got a girlfriend. And they were in, yeah, they were in the bed together, all three of them. So we'll just oh, put nice. it that way. Nice. Uh, all right. Just go YouTube it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Puppies. One of the things. Um, <laughs> All right. Puppies. One of the things. One of the things as as I go back and watch wrestling and watch all the, all the old school stuff makes me realize how much I hate Triple H. Oh God. I, I respect Triple H, who is now today in the suit and everything. But Triple H was trash. Like he was like. Triple H was always with somebody. Always had a faction. Always. 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 Oh, and it, he then he couldn't talk. It was horrible. Like when you go back and watch him actually like trying to go back and forth with the Rock, our Stone Cold. It was just horrible. Like he's always said, you know what, Jack? Like, who, who calls somebody Jack? Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh yeah, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, brother? So yeah. so like who are who are some some of the wrestlers that you are just like you just can't stand or you just really feel are trash? Oh, let me see. Weak ass Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. Just think of a lot of people that got jobbed that shouldn't have gotten jobbed. Tell us. Sure. Adam Rose. Adam uh, Rose. The Rosebuds. The Rosebuds. I think that was brilliant. I like that one segment for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I was watching at that time. I don't. That doesn't That was pretty down. recent, Adam Rose. That was what, maybe? 2012. 2012, yeah. Now he's jacked. Yeah. yeah. More than. But tell us why he was hosed and share with us. I, I don't know. I'm not WWE creative, but what I can tell you is Matt Hardy needs to be. Yeah, they dogged him too. They did. Yeah. Unless they're like intentionally doing, doing it to build up something else. Big man storyline. It's not. But apparently, from like what I've been listening to with uh, what culture is, there's talks that Matt Hardy may be going to AEW, and there's this faction in AEW that's talking about a like a prophet or something like who their real order is. And apparently it may be Matt Hardy coming over there as the Woken One. That would be amazing. And apparently it may be Matt Hardy coming over there as the Woken One. That would be amazing. It would be or maybe the, he'd be the Broken One again. Thank, like, can they do yeah, that, yeah, the Broken One, yeah. Can they do that, please? Because it's a Dark Order, and it may actually be called the Dark Order. Uh-huh. Um, that's on AEW, but like they're this, this gang of like folks, and they're like, <laughs> they've even taken to recruiting members like through like social media. <laughs> and so like if somebody will like tweet them back, they'll be like, Oh, brother, you are now in the dark. Or it's like it's a pretty cool like like thing. Like AEW has some really cool storylines mm-hmm. and stuff, and so I can't wait to see how they grow and how they develop. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess I'm thinking of Isaac Yankum. Probably pre uh, Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I probably hated that dude. I hated Fake Razor Ramon and mm. Oh yeah, Fake Razor Ramon. Fake sure. Diesel. Diesel. I hated that. I believed it too because I was like, "Alright, they're gonna come back," and I'm like, "That's not them." I mean, yeah, no, I did not like Triple H. I no, I didn't like. I've always just disliked anybody. Collins was the was the champion the first time, and Triple H when he has eighteen million people, whether it's DX, whether it's the McMahon Helmsley's faction, whether it's uh, Evolution, whether it's corporate ministry, whether it's any of the, like Triple H always got like eighteen people around him, and he always ganging up on people. Like what the hell? Fight on your own damn legs, man. Exactly. Stone yeah. Cold and The Rock always stood by themselves. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Those were the guys, man. Those were, yeah. They made him into three WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. And all, but all three of them were different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go back and watch that. Uh, With Stone Cold when he I didn't like that. Yeah, oh, nobody likes that. No, even like, even hearing Stone Cold talk about, like, when he went heel now, mm-hmm. like, he's, he regrets that he didn't flip it right there in the moment and just hit Vince with the chair. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he was just like, but he wanted to try something different, and he right. enjoyed playing heel. Still, you know, I, I hate it. You know what I'm telling you right now? I hate the what thing. I hate it. Oh. I hate it. I'm not a fan of that. Mm. It's just annoying. So here's somebody from just like, but he wanted to try something different, and he right. enjoyed playing heel. Still, no, I, I hate it. You know what I'm telling you right now? I hate the what thing. I hate it. Oh. Mm. I hate it. I'm not a fan of that. Mm. It's just annoying. So here's somebody from Stone Cold. You know, from scaring the cameraman. Like you're gonna film me. Don't you say what he said? What he say? Don't, don't you take the camera away from me, son. And he grabs the cameraman and then he just fucking throws him and shit <laughs> to go to, like, what, what, and be all this, you know, this guy who was trying to be funny with people. And I wasn't buying it. What? <laughs> At all. You know? Because yeah. I, I mean, the what came, like, when you were, like, in the prime of watching, right? How did the what evolve? Like, how did, because I wasn't watching when it, when it became a thing. Like, you know, you have your, like, we're, I went to school, some, we had some parents that were, like, backyard wrestling fans, kind of a vibe, and you're, like, in the classroom, and those kids would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, did they really just what our teacher? I just sat there diligently trying to do my work, mm-hmm. but I also loved wrestling, so mm-hmm. I'd always hear, he's drop on the wrestling conversations, and yeah. my head would be like, they don't know wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone over there and schooled them. Oh, man. This was a different Josh. Yeah, that was a different Josh. It's where how many friends you make up because they watch wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely... Yeah. You know, I was I was sharing with... I was, I was somewhere the other day when we were talking about wrestling, and I was telling them how in high school we... I think it was either my junior or senior year. Like, I don't know how it happened, but different people... Like, we broke off into wrestling factions that made our own. Mm-hmm. And so the thing was like... If we, as a group, were together and saw somebody solo, oh, we would go attack them. And so it was fake wrestling. Like, we would just go over there and, like, play wrestling. But it would be like, and then are sometimes, like, the person, like, they didn't see us. And then they turn around and they got to start running. And then, like, another crew would come out of nowhere and we got to fight that crew. Like, it was like a campus-wide thing. It was it was amazing, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. At least until uh, two of my buddies tried to 3D me, except... <laughs> I'm like it's these two tiny dudes. That I was at probably a good like. Chris is a very large Asian. I'm I yeah for in, those in of height. Who, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big dude too. He's no, solid. I'm solid. Yeah, but then no, they were definitely like I was. This was like probably I was like what five six five seven then, and they were at like 
five three five four and they tr- some of them tried to pick me up and he basically just undercuts me and so like <laughs> he tried to he tried to do the Devon part where he like grabbed me by the leg oh, and lift me up right shit. except he just grabs me and then tries to lift right, me up but forward. just drops me and so I'm like it's before gym class and I like land like on the side of my head like on my like neck area and I get up I'm just like ow and then but then the, the class starts so I'm like sitting there I'm holding my neck and my gym teacher's like are you alright I'm like yeah I'm fine I did not just get dropped on my head because somebody tried to do a wrestling move on me. They did a slipping arcade. Basically, yeah. (laughs) It was bad. No, but that's the problem is the the guy who was supposed to do the Bubba Ray part and catch my head didn't even bother. He just watched me fall. I'm just like, you son of a bitch. Like, if you had caught me, then at least I wouldn't have hurt my damn neck. Uh, 2D. 2D. Uh, don't get the table. <laughs> don't get the table. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's oh. I used to have an XFL football. Mm. Mm. And one of the saddest childhood memories is one of the mean kids in my class kicked the football over the fence when we were playing recess, and a car drove over and just <laughs> and deflated Damn. my XFL football. Oh. The black yeah. and red yeah, football. Yeah. I loved it. Are they doing the black and red football for the new XFL I league? I don't know. That's a good question. They should. I I mean, probably not. I had a probably, friend. Or maybe blue or something. Wait. I don't know. My friend was Sean. He dressed up like The Undertaker. And I remember. <laughs> On purpose? Yeah, just the other day at the Halloween. grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I remember him and this other dude named Omar. They, he did a power bomb on, on Sean. This is in the grass, but it was like a real mm-hmm. power bomb. He did a power bomb, and then Sean just got back up like nothing. I'm watching. I'm like, God damn! Like, you want to try it? Hell no, man! Just watch. This <laughs> <laughs> power bomb, should, man. See that supposed to be like what? But, but then that's when oh, man. See that supposed to be like what? But, but then that's when he was like, he was telling me it's how you fall. But yeah, then he would, you know, they, he would really get power bomb, and then we get back up like it was nothing, mm-hmm. you know. And he was, I think, one of the first people to tell me that it was fake. Um, and I couldn't believe it because I was like, no, nah, it's not fake. You just, you know, you just got back. You just did it wrong. Yeah, you, you just, yeah, you, yeah. Just, yeah. you know, it's always funny, like, especially now, again, going hey, back. That's like, why people would tell you and that's because it's fake. And you, you see know, how people, uh, you yeah, see how, like, injuries happen in the ring, and it's like, your ankle was just supposed to be messed up, like, five minutes yeah. ago, and now you're, right. like, now you're super running. fine. Now right. Jumping off the top. Like, like, what is this? Like, yeah. what, like, what's going on? And then, like, now you're like, oh, okay, I see that spot. And it's like, oh, that's, yeah. that's stairs. Like, yeah, that's it, a trip. Mm-hmm. It, messes, when, yeah, it messes with your head. Like, things, when the, things don't make sense. Like, when Shawn Michaels didn't want to fight Bret Hart because he lost his smile, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell, why <laughs> his smile would prevent him from wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, there yeah. was some demons. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when Bret Hart goes, that's going to be a sad day for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has skin cancer. Mm. It just came out that I think a couple days. Yeah, but it said it's like surgery yeah. to take care of it. I know. Yeah. I, think he, he, I think he had ball cancer too, right? Yeah. That cancer poor guy sure. like getting tackled at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so dude. Like, hey, man, that Hall of Fame speech would have me, me crying, dude. Hey, I, I, well, I don't have my Twitter no more. I'm not on social media. But yeah, man, the shit that he was saying. Yeah. I can relate to the, the camaraderie or like the tight knit community of. Wrestling is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. I went to a, like a tribute pro wrestling show for somebody, and I was thinking like, "Oh, I'll make this trip to Fresno mm-hmm. just to support." You know, it'll be good to be there, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be cool. But I didn't realize how cool it was going to be. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's kind of like the pro wrestling community. Like I can't imagine how close the locker room is. I know there. I know back in the day, there's mm-hmm. who knows what kind of riffs. day, there's who knows what kind of riffs. I mean, they probably still exist. I know, but like, yeah. But I mean, but I went to this show and it's like it went on for five hours and it's like you would think it went long or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like oh well, it did. However, but every match when they went all out and like I just felt like. This so much respect for what mm-hmm. they do, yeah. um, and you know we all have experience of seeing a ring and seeing at the slams or yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> no, so, right. No, you've yeah. you you've definitely taken your Firsthand. share of bumps yeah. for someone who and no, and I mean not knowing what I'm doing, yeah. and and I mean that's <laughs> but that's what that's like how I I got knowledge. back into it because you two Chris and Josh got me back into wrestling like when I came here when I started working with you all. And, like, I had left wrestling altogether, and I was just like, it's trash, and never want to look at it again. But you guys slowly brought me back into it, and I was like, okay, it's good. And I had to, I had to look at it in a different view now, though. So, yeah, so, I mean, you guys got me back into wrestling, and I had to look at it in a different lens now, and I had to be like, see, uh, see it in a new value. And it's like the athleticism and then, like, you know, the dedication to that craft. And, you know, now understanding how they're basically, in a sense, treated like shit because it's like, okay, you're your own agent and, like, you travel and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. man, that stuff is tough. And now all these, like, apron power power bombs and everything, I'm just like, like yeah. how? I remember for the longest I kept asking Chris about, um, I think it's Apollo Crews who does this, like, code breaker kind of thing like um like Chris Jericho used yeah. to do and I'd be like like how is that not hurting you like like how is your back like not broken <laughs> so that used to like trip me so um the Dig and Doug podcast has a Luger did Yokozuna back in the day when yeah. he got off the helicopter my boy Tobin hit your heart Costin oh thank you thank you this is wonderful you know when I think about at first, I didn't know you was talking about me, but then I was like, of course you're talking about me. Oh, I'm a huge wrestling fan, man. I love him. Dude, I was, you know, I was kind of old school, the Van, uh, the Von Erichs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know. Kerry Von Erich was my favorite wrestler. I liked his brother, Kevin, because, uh, you know, uh, he used to wrestle without any shoes on and knee pads. Mm. So he was on some different stuff. But Kerry Von Erich used to come out to uh, Tom Sawyer. Okay. And I used to lose my mind. Kerry <laughs> would come out. He had this long. So Kerry's this real buff dude. And he had this, literally, this curly hair. In fact, it looked like a jerry curl. Like, I've never seen a white dude with a long jerry curl before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kerry would come out with them tight old shorts on with the boots. And he'd run out that long. So Kerry's this real buff dude. And he had this, literally, this curly hair. In fact, it looked like a jerry curl. Like, I've never seen a white dude with a long jerry curl before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kerry would come out with them tight old shorts on with the boots, and he'd run out there and jump in the ring and go crazy to, to Tom Sawyer, and i literally lose my mind. Kerry Von Erich was my favorite wrestler ever. And so you were sharing with us uh, your, your one of your favorite wrestling moments. and that, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and share that. So my favorite wrestling moment, I was uh, a young kid, and I remember uh, – Without my parents' permission, kids at home don't do this, <laughs> I, I got it on the pay-per-view. Okay. So my parents didn't know, and I think it was like $40, $50 back then. Woo. So I, I, I put it on the pay-per-view, and I was supposed to be in bed sleeping. And I'm watching the wrestling match, um, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, 
And I literally, I'm watching, I'm watching, and I was so scared. I was like, oh, I don't think he could do it. And then he, at the beginning of the wrestling match, those of you who may have seen it, he tries to lift Andre, and then he's like, oh, my back, my back. And they go back and forth. And he, when he lifts Andre the Giant up, and slams him down. I lose it like crazy. I'm like, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh God! I'm just dying! My parents are running in like, what are you doing? Oh, you don't understand! You don't understand! And I was supposed to be in bed at the time, and, you know, I, I got in a little trouble for using their uh, pay-per-view on cable, but it was totally <laughs> worth it because to see that moment that Hulk Hogan slammed on Andre the Giant was just a miraculous moment. I mean, man, I mean, wrestling, like Hugo was saying, it, it gets you. Like, I mean, yeah. it really, and I mean, I'm sure, like, we shared earlier for us, like, it was crushing when we found out it wasn't, like, real, real. See, um, see, you on that, you on that BS, man. Turn <laughs> <laughs> out on that BS. Turn out on that BS, because I'm trying to tell you, you cannot tell me it's not real. When Tony it's scripted, when we found hey, out it was scripted, it's not scripted. <laughs> when Tony Atlas, I'm just telling you, when Tony Atlas and and Rock Johnson, rest in peace to Rock Johnson, Rocky Johnson, when they would literally lift dudes up, head press them, and body slam them, you cannot tell me that wasn't real. When Coco Beware would be dancing, (laughs) and then he hit you with that booty, you can't tell me that wasn't real. You can't tell me when the junkyard dog (laughs) was getting in on it, that wasn't real. You can't tell me that is not real. You can't tell me when Roddy Piper would come out there and he had that kilt on and he would body slam. You can't tell me that that wasn't real. So you can go ahead and say scripted. You can say fake. You can tell anything you want, Mr. Douglas Douglas Tucson Phoenix. But I'm going to tell you what I'm saying. It is real. Oh, man. This is real. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to tell me. When when Cindy Lauper was over at that that spot when she when she was at WrestleMania one you gonna tell me that's not real you gonna tell me when Mr T was up in there it wasn't real Clubber Lane Clubber he wasn't Clubber Lane like back then he was literally Mr T in WrestleMania you can't tell me that wasn't real so you can go ahead and talk all that stuff you want but I'm telling you it's real it's real damn damn. I just got bodied on my own podcast. Now I'm I'm Doug. <laughs> Doug is dead. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. You cannot tell me when you see people bleed. No, no, we're, no. We're not up. saying that. No, we're saying when when the nostalgia of it not being not being when we found that. No, we're saying when when the nostalgia of it not being. Not be when we found out it was scripted when that was taken away. Right. That's what that's what we're saying. When they're not. Well, you know why they you know why they they came out with that, right? Because they caught Axos and Jim Duggan. No, no, no. So what happened was, (laughs) Mr. Vince McMahon, he was trying to do some stuff in Vegas entertainment, Mm -hmm. and he they were saying, hey, you're gonna like just like boxing, you're gonna have to pay these a bunch of money, these taxes and all this stuff. And oh, he was like, "Well, wait a minute. It's actually it's theater." Because he, he was trying to hold money to his pockets, and that's when the world found out mm-hmm. that that was like the the magician showing you how to do the yeah. trick. Mm-hmm. If he if literally, if if he wouldn't have been so cheap, Mister McMahon, because you're a trillionaire, <laughs> the whole world wouldn't even know that. They wouldn't yeah. even know what's behind the curtain. Well, he likes to push that is that is sports entertainment. So, mm-hmm. but no, what what also helped me realize was I used to watch like in the summers and stuff. Storyline. Me too. And then I was like, mm-hmm. 
that's wrestling. Yep. They just don't get physical right. like that. Well, no, so I, like... well, that thing I've heard, I, I forgot who told me this, but wrestling is basically male soap opera. Yes, yes. It's a soap no, opera yes. marketed primarily to men. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically same storylines, same ridiculousness, especially the old school stuff, like the era that we're talking about, yes. like the Attitude Era, like the stuff that... You just don't have anybody traveling in time. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, and even the Ruthless Aggression Era, I mean, like those storylines were just off the wall you're, you're talking about people's like child custody rights dangling <laughs> off of a pole and someone oh the first God, person to get so the child custody oh, rights it has the right to the child you're just like yeah. that is soap opera level stuff except oh. someone's getting kicked in the face oh, that's, that's the only true. difference oh when hogan was trying to get at miss elizabeth Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh man! Oh, you face me in the ring. You face me right now. I'll put. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, oh, man. You face me in the ring. You face me right now. I'll put you down. One, two, three. But you don't come after Miss Elizabeth. Like, oh shit! All right, yeah. we got the Undertaker kidnapping Stephanie about the sacrifice. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! And Stone Cold oh, comes and saves her. Right. Hey, you cannot tell me the Iranian <laughs> sheik wasn't yeah. real. Yeah. USA, Pui, Iran number one, Russia number one, USA, Pui. You can't tell me. And Sergeant Slaughter would come out there, yeah. I'm coming after you. <laughs> oh, no, the Iron Sheik wasn't real because he was collecting them U.S. dollars, though. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> hey, Sergeant Slaughter riding around. And his 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 <laughs> camouflage limousine mm-hmm. was amazing. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't care anybody say Sergeant Slaughter was my dude. Mm-hmm. I loved him in the cartoon version of GI Joe. Yeah, yes. I know. that was that, yeah, was, that dope. was dope. That was that, I loved that movie, the cartoon version of GI Joe. I watched it like a million times. Mm-hmm. But I used to have like a little two by four. He, was, like, yeah. Royal Rumble. he did win the first Royal Rumble. You know who he was reminding me of though? Like it, like. He reminded me of uh, from Hanna Barbera, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman! Oh, I love Captain Caveman. That's like Sergeant Baggins. He was on that next level, man. <laughs> but like one of like one of my like earlier like super favorite wrestlers though was like. The Ultimate Warrior. I used to love his energy. Like God, like mm-hmm. like this dude ran down to the ring. Well, now we know why he ran down to the mm-hmm. ring every time. But <laughs> why did he run ran down, down to the ring every yeah. time? He he was on those uh, performing enhancers. I don't care what you uh, say. Uh, <laughs> hey, crazy. so's Captain America, but nobody says none. He's a hero. <laughs> that, that, that that was a superhero serum. No, <laughs> super soldiers <laughs> called super steroids. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Every time they want to say that, well, Captain America's on the steroids. Nobody ever said anything about Captain America. He's an American hero. So is the ultimate. Nobody ever said anything about Captain America. He's an American hero. So is the ultimate warrior. May he rest in peace, too. R.I.P. But no, like, I used to love, like, I, so as a kid and I had younger siblings, I used to do his finishing move on them and do the gorilla press slam. (laughs) And I made sure there was a bed back there, but then I would just drop them. Oh, for sure. So, like, what are some of your favorite finishers? Shawn Michaels super kicks. Mm. Um, The ice cream shit was real. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man's elbow drop. Okay. Mm. The people's elbow just because that move was ridiculous. Okay, you can't take all the moves, man. <laughs> other people talk. Right. Hey, do they still do the figure four leg line? Uh, they do. Uh, uh, yeah. Once in a while. Mm-hmm. When every his daughter does his it. Da- yeah. His Ric Flair's daughter does oh, it. Oh, yeah. that's she does the, the figure eight. Yeah. yeah. Which the figure eight makes no sense to me. All she does, she does a little. 
little back bend. She does know. yoga. Hey, I'm just telling you right now, the figure four leg lock works. I literally put it up. You're right. I'm telling you, Joe Rogan says it doesn't. Joe Rogan's crazy because no, I put somebody in figure four leg lock, and once you lock that leg Man, and you, you so jack it, they're like, oh, my God. No, Jimmy, I break a no, kneecap. Can, uh, Joe, Joe Rogan, don't come Jimmy, after me. Jimmy Doyle put me in one when we were practicing for Hawk Mania a couple of years ago. Uh, we like, we're like, we <laughs> they looked up, it's like, oh, this is how you do it. And they're like, okay. All right, all right. And I'm like, okay, now make sure you turn this way and not this <laughs> way. I'm like, okay, now make sure you turn this way, not this way. Because you turn this way, you're breaking my leg. You turn this way, it just all looks good. You turn the right way, I'm like, ah! Yeah, this is good. Ah! I remember that. <laughs> you remember that? Remember that was one, one, of, one of the craziest things I recently saw, um, well, no, go ahead and share your, share your uh, finisher. Oh, uh, Stone Cold Stunner. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, that was my dude too. I love Stone Cold man. He used to get them drink. Yeah, yeah. I love that. He take them. Oh, that was my dude too. I love Stone Cold man. He used to get them drink. Yeah, yeah. I love that. He take them beers. Go. Yeah, I love Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. I I actually really like the last ride, like the, the Undertaker. Oh, the Undertaker. The yeah. Wait. Yeah. All right, take it. Yeah, no, but no, I remember I actually really liked the American badass character. Like, mm. I was actually a big fan of it. So when. Not the last ride? Yeah, and the last ride and how he was trying to, like, do something different with The Undertaker when he did all that. And so, no, when a, couple, a, few, a few years ago, a couple of years ago in WrestleMania, when he was supposed to wrestle Cena again or mm-hmm. whoever he was supposed to wrestle, and they, he was supposed to come back. And th- that was a rumor. Like, Kid Rock was going to perform Cowboy, and Taker was, because he was, he was supposed to, like, the Undertaker character was supposed to be dead. So, like, if he came out back as the American Badass, oh. I would have lost my shit. But then Keep Cowboy, rolling, yeah. Rolling, rolling. Right, but if, you know, but that then, you know, beautiful. Kid Rock had to go be... Came back. What was that dude used to be with the Undertaker? Can't Paul Bear? Paul Bear. I love that Paul Bear. But, yeah. Paul Bear, is he still with us? No. Oh, rest in peace to Paul Bear, because that dude's like, oh, yeah, he was the man, too. What, what's funny is one of my favorite finishers used, uh, used to be, and it was, it's very simple, and the, the torture rack. Like, mm. Lex Luger, I just, like, yeah. just having somebody over your shoulders and just, mm. just messing up their obliques and giving them an oblique workout, I mean, it's messed <laughs> up because it's only one side, but, and I used to, I used to love the, uh, the Legion of Doom, their, um, their finisher. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was crazy. I was just watching um, the highlights from NXT. Again, this new generation is crazy, crazily athletic. So somebody had the other guy on the shoulders, outside of the ring, like on the floor. The other guy did a suicide dive through the second rope to hit the guy who was on the shoulders down. Oh. I was just like, hell. Oh. I was just like. You got these kids they're, they're, that are watching it now. Their attention span is very, very quick. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta keep it moving. That, that whole moving back and forth, putting <clears throat> someone in a headlock for an hour and going back and forth <laughs> and walking and talking to the crowd just doesn't work the same. Right. As it does you got, yeah, you gotta hit those spots now. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, but I mean, just, but I mean, just the athleticism like now. I mean, you see it across sports, um, regardless, like whatever sport. I mean, the new af- the athlete is, has evolved. I mean, it had to, but. It's just like Jesus, the moves that they do, and just crazy, just everything, and the sizes. Like you got a Keith Lee who can move almost like Jeff Hardy in a sense, right? But he he is big as a thing, yeah. Is 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 crazy? It is absolutely crazy, because that's what we do, crazy stuff. 
One of my favorite things about old school wrestling is the storytelling component. Yeah. Such a strong suit in um, how they orchestrated every show. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. you felt because it was connected. It. Yeah, and you know they they have their spots once in a while. That's yeah. I don't feel like it's the steady rhythm anymore. But uh-huh. my favorite thing above all, it's the you got to have the old school pyros, the stage mm-hmm. set up. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yeah. But I always wonder like what's everyone's like favorite. Uh, old school like theme song what like what's theme mm. song because there's so many like you know you, you put on wow. your workout playlist you're at 24 fitness clanging and banging if i had to go what's that music. wwe theme song mm-hmm. uh, that i know it's damn yeah. i told you mine yeah. tom sawyer carrie von eric <laughs> may he rest in peace was phenomenal I he think, came out to that tom sawyer and run in fact i think he was doing the ultimate warrior run to the mm-hmm. to the ring before oh, ultimate, okay. in fact i know he was because ultimate warrior was a little bit further back a few years back Being before oh, ultimate, okay. in fact i know he was because ultimate warrior was a little bit further back a few years back behind carry bonnet for me it would have to be it's it's one of two it would either have to be the ultimate warriors intro music are Goldbergs because Goldberg uh, just like that whole buildup is just like you about to like wreck some havoc. Like I'm about to hit these hundred hundred dumbbells and like throw these things up. You mean Slowberg? <laughs> you know that, what? Goldberg just. Hey, I, I just said music. Okay, I'm just talking about Goldberg. Music. Just is like he was. A, he was hacking st- He was a stone cold wannabe because oh. that's all he was. They're good. good. They're good friends now. I don't yeah. care if they're friends or not. <laughs> he still. Oh god. Chris. Um, I gotta go with Y2J. Yes. Break the walls down. The, the, with the cat with the giant Y2J on the jumbo truck where it counts down. And uh, the two uh, pyros. What about the Hulk Hogan song? When he's shaking his head like he traumatized. I'm trying to tell you, Alan Iverson copied from it and it was big. Alan Iverson would go around going like that because he got it from who? Hawkster. <laughs> now I don't know if the Hawkster likes black people anymore. But that's <laughs> oh, God. I'm not hating on him. Uh, you know what? Look, I don't know if he does or doesn't, but I'll tell you from my childhood, he was okay. He might be a little senile now and crazy, but I'm telling you right now, the man was a legend. I was not ready. I have the tiger. It used to be his theme song. Oh yeah, I like that. I had a tiger. That was a good one. But I'm um, stone cold for me. Shattered glass. Yeah, I'm in the shattered glass. And then the rocks. It's like, right. you can't go wrong with You can't go wrong with the rocks. Okay, okay. Now, so you want favorite music now, and you want Stone Cold. I get all that. Favorite, just first part of their intro that you love. Like, just just the. No, 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 because, no, just just the. No, 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 because, no, because, no, because, like, especially, like, if they left and they return, like, as soon as you just hear that one uh, part, mm-hmm. when the Undertaker gong goes off, that's oh, true. I'm, I'm true. there. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah right. first note, yeah. Like, all you hear is, like, normal stuff's going on, and you just hear, thum, it's like, oh, shit. Take his color. Take his color. Like, I would look around in my room, like, living room, like, is he here? Like, is he here? Is he? Where is he? I did like that. Yeah. So, so who is yours? I mean, the Stone, the stone, the stone Cold is like, like that one's like it, it's know, classic, right? Yeah. Kurt Angle is good. Dun, dun, dun. Kurt yeah. Angle, huh? Yeah. yeah. But like, just like this past Sunday, yeah. I think when as he like Edge, yeah. that you, right. you know I was, me? No, I was gonna say I didn't, I didn't realize how much that resonated with me until I saw, like, I saw the clip of it hitting and just people freaking out. I was like, 
Oh you think, like, you, you think, just, think you, you think know, you know me. me? Oh, shit, it's savage! <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like... Oh, shit, it's savage! <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like costume when... Uh, yeah, yeah, amazing. Edge. I love it. <laughs> I love what you guys think, man. I just think you're fabulous, guys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just that... But I mean, and, and as somebody who was in music like that, I mean, that, that beginning, because that's how you get them, and yeah. it's like... It's simple things. It's just like some glass shattering. Yeah, like, who knows, like, oh, glass shattering is going to be, like, a huge thing. Right. But he was able to, like, run with that. Right. Or Shawn Michaels, like, the, the voice screaming, like, when that hits. The voice at the beginning is a good way to captivate. I think of uh, DX. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, See, they could dog play. Billy Gun. Oh, you didn't know? And DX could play on that for, like, a long time. Because there was times when they didn't come out for, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, let that play. Right. Okay, as we get ready to wrap this up, this was very great. This was oh, super exciting. Wow. Like, so much fun. Favorite wrestling moment. I'm I'm gonna go <laughs> moment. I'm I'm gonna go. <sighs> and I mean, for me, you need to send us notes or. Nah, I, I, need, I need I need I need you on the spot. Out. I need you Ugh. on the spot. So the Rock throwing Stone Cold's belt no. into the river <laughs> was just hilarious. Like that, I was like. That's gold. Like, what you, and, you know, Booker T and Stone Cold fighting in a grocery store is pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, I still watch that to this day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Booker T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I you dig it? it? Sucker. He was definitely, a, they, they, they martyred his career. He could have been way bigger. I mean, Triple H. That, that's Triple H. But he, but he, well, he Triple made... H didn't want to, you know, the problem is they just never want to see the man, you know, come up. The black mm-hmm. man. Oh, yeah. Black folks don't have a yeah, chance. No, no, we don't. We don't, yeah. We lucky, we lucky Rock's only half black because mm-hmm. that's the reason why he was the biggest star ever. But, yeah, they, they done messed over my man Booker mm-hmm. T, man. But Triple H is like, you know, you, you married a boss's daughter, that's how it gets down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaving my girl China, may she rest in peace in the dust. I love China. China was my girl, yeah, man. No, no, yeah, I, I wish I could have saw her develop and grow, and mm-hmm. this, especially in this new era that they yeah. have, where right. the women are the better part of, right. of, of most of these yeah, shows. More fun. Yeah, could you watch. imagine China coming in at the women's oh Royal Rumble God. right now against People Bianca would, Belair? Yo, oh, they would have oh. lose their shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with something a little that's a little more recent. Maybe, well. First title ever, like you mean world championship? World championship, yeah, yeah. yeah where like Triple H or it was either Edge or Triple H had the cover and he does the swanton off the top of the rope yep. and hits him and then pins him and then he's he's just freaking out. I mean, like, and that's where I'm with Costin. You can't tell me that those emotions, yeah. mm-hmm. that sense of triumph, mm-hmm. like all the things that is not scripted, that is yeah, pure yeah. joy, even though he knew. Like obviously he knew that was gonna happen, but the fact that that actually happened, he is throwing the chair across the ring and it's bouncing off and hitting something like like that level of pure joy is something that you yeah, cannot yeah, yeah. you cannot capture. That, that's anymore. what just happened with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, with Kofi Kingston when, 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 when Kofi he wins Kingston, it, like just people who have been kept down for a while and WWE finally gives them that shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just to see that is amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, it, like you said, Chris earlier, like it's it's in a sense pushing toward the male soap opera, but mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 so amazing. Right. It's just, I mean, I, my heartstrings have been pulled so many times at at all. I've been afraid of wrestling. I've been excited for wrestling. I've been moved to tears. I've been moved to the point where it's like, what the hell is that? When the Hardys first came out and did what they were doing, I was like, 
how? How like, do people how, like, do that? Like, I don't see that in normal life. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just crazy. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. Tobin, did you have a favorite moment for us? or You know, no, not really. Uh, just rest in peace to my man, Bruiser Brody. Mm. Got stabbed in Puerto Rico. That's right. They tried to kill my boy Tony Atlas, but you can't kill the strongest man in the world. (laughs) Can't do it. R.I.P. R.I.P. Josh. It was when uh, you all gave me my own custom-made Hawkmania title. Oh, Um, yes. I still have that in my room. It's there. Uh, Hawk Mm. at a WrestleMania. Mm. And the screen was black and white when... NWO would come out, right. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then when they, you know, the screen turns color, but you just see all the fans losing their minds. They literally stood in the ring for about 10 minutes without even right. delivering one punch or a move. Mm-hmm. Just, just looking the at the crowd. Their yeah. Minds. yeah. But, um, yeah, this has been another episode of Dinner Doug, y'all. I'm going to verbally eviscerate next time. Okay, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. What? 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 Thank you.